Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is the podcast where I, Spencer, with a very weird reptilian face on TikTok right now, uh, I read the dictionary in short sections. If you want to see my face, go to TikTok at Spejampar, S-P-E-J-A-M-P-A-R. Let's read the first word in this episode. Dime store, two words, Noun from circa 1928, the synonym is five and dime, and you have to wait until the Fs, until I get to five and dime. It's like nickels and nickels and dimes and tens? Five and, five and ten. That's the synonym. I assumed it said five and dime. Five and ten. Let's end this TikTok right now. All right. Now... We are just going to, you know, fill some time and uh, quickly put in uh, these hashtags real quick, and then we're going to post it and not listen to anything else. So, in the previous episode, we had Dime Store, which had an adject- uh, a hyphen. It is an adjective. Uh, that's like something that's cheap. Dime Store philosophy. But a dime store is the noun, which is the place where you go to get your cheap philosophy or maybe your cheap perfume, or maybe it's like, maybe even like a hardware store, probably not that. It's it's a place where you can go get a bunch of stuff for cheap. Oh boy, I need to make a sound effect. We're gonna go, that's gonna be the sound effect for this episode, and uh, and then I think, I think it's time to move on to the next word. The next word is Demeter. D-I-M-E-T-E-R, noun from 1589, a line of verse consisting of two metrical feet or of two dipodes, dipodes, oh, I think I need to go check on the pronunciation of this one, uh, D-I-P-O, uh, dipodes, I think, uh, yeah, dipodes, that's a fun word, uh, so a Demeter is about two metrical feet or two dipodes in poetry, verse, that sort of thing. So this is from the Greek dimetros, which is being a Demeter. Being a Demeter is Demeter, basically, uh, which is from di plus metron, which means measure, and there's more at the word measure. And of course, the di prefix here means two. Two things, two meters, two measures, two metrical feet, or two dippities. And what was my sound effect? Dippity-boop-a-doo. The next word is dimethoate or dimethoate. Now, the last two syllables are technically different pronunciations. But when you actually say them, I feel like they come out pretty similar. Dimethoate, the weight, or dimethoate, dimethoate. Hmm, it's subtle. Noun from 1960, an organophosphorus insecticide and miticide, C5H12NO3, PS2, used especially on crops and ornamental plants. So, uh, I, I understand insecticide. I don't know miticide. Is that like, oh, maybe maybe it's for mites? Maybe it's going to kill mites? 
That's the only thing I can think of that starts with M-I-T. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously, you don't want your crops to have the insects because the insects might eat the crops. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of thoughts beyond uh, thoughts about whether or not it's it's good or ethical to put these insecticides on crops um, or your ornamental plants. They're only there to look pretty and you don't want your insects or your mites to eat your pretty plants. So you put on some dimethoate. Um, okay, the next word. Dimethyl. D-I-M-E-T-H-Y-L. Adjective. There's no year. Why is there no year here? It's just an adjective. It's timeless. It's from before the dawn of time, before the Big Bang. It is containing two methyl groups in the molecule, and it is often used in combination, which I guess the next handful of words might be uh, the combinations, might be contexts where it is used in combination, because we have one, two, three, four that all start with dimethyl. Maybe that's why there's no year. It's just, it's, it's, it's on another plane of existence than all these other words. It's past the fourth dimension. The next word is dimethylhydrazine. Dimethylhydrazine. Noun from 1961. Either of two flammable corrosive isomeric liquids, C2H8N2, which are methylated methylated derivatives of hydrazine and of which one is used as a rocket fuel. It's going to take you into space or close. Uh, So it's flammable. Yeah, rocket fuel, that's got to be flammable. Otherwise, it's a pretty crappy rocket fuel. It's corrosive. I don't understand the rest of it. They are methylated derivatives of hydrazine. So they are dimethyl. Two, there's two methyl groups. Okay, next word. You know, there's going to be a pattern for these next three ones, probably. Dimethyl nitrosamine. Dimethyl nitrosamine. Noun from 1965. A carcinogenic nitrosamine. C2H6N2O that occurs especially in tobacco smoke. Yeah, tobacco smoke, that stuff, that's carcinogenic. Uh, I, I think this is something that you definitely want to stay away from. I don't know what use this might have. Doesn't sound good. Dimethyl nitrosamine. Next. Dimethyl sulfoxide. Sulfoxide. This is two words. The second word is S-U-L-F-O-X-I-D-E. Noun from 1964. A compound, C2H6SO, obtained as a byproduct in wood pulp manufacture and used as a solvent and in medicine as an anti-inflammatory agent, called also DMSO. Uh, so when you're, when you're working, when you're manufacturing the wood pulp, 
this is a byproduct, but then you can use it as a solvent or uh, to 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 get rid of the inflammation. I don't know. So it it must be must come from the tree, the plant, the whatever it is that the wood pulp was taken from or made from. Doesn't say where it comes from exactly though. Like are, are there very specific types of trees? Hmm, not sure about that. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes for dimethyl sulfoxide. Sulfox? I think it's sulfoxide. Next. Dimethyl tryptamine. Dimethyl tryptamine. All one word. So we have dimethyl and then T-R-Y-P-T-A-M-I-N-E. Noun from 1966. A naturally occurring or easily synthesized hallucinogenic drug, C12H16N2, that is chemically similar to but shorter acting than psilocybin, which is spelled P-S-I-L-O-C-Y-B-I-N. And this is called also DMT, dimethyltryptamine. And I think it is a coincidence that the sound trip is in there because when you are on DMT or psilocybin or things like that, you you people like to say you go on a trip, um, but it is not spelled that way. It's T-R-Y-P. So we will put a link in the show notes. We, as in I, will put a link in the show notes for DMT. Uh, I have heard about this. Um, I think it is a naturally occurring thing in your body that you get a little bit of just in your life, I guess, but not enough to make you trip, to have a hallucinogenic effect on you. Um, but you can take it in a, I don't know, what how what form does it come in? Is it a thing that you smoke or a pill? I'm not sure. Uh, but I also heard that when people die, they th- there's a lot of DMT that gets released to the brain. I could be wrong about this. Um, and so there's... They some people say that could possibly explain some of the things that people see when they you know they have like a near death experience or something, um, but yeah, people do take this um, either recreationally or uh, medicinally, therapeutically. I've heard that it has some very therapeutic uh, things that can help you with stuff. <laughs> that that's what they say. The DMT has some things that helps you with stuff. Um, so yeah. Go learn about it if you want to learn about that. Um, it says it's easily synthesized. So do they make this in a lab or where? I don't know where they make it from, but it is naturally occurring in in, in things and stuff. Uh, yeah, I've never had it. I can't, I can't talk about that in any form. Um, the, the word psilocybin, though, here did remind me that I should probably have an expert on the the episode when I get to psilocybin, and uh, that will be a fantastic conversation. Um, yeah, maybe we should be on psilocybin when we record it, because that wouldn't be confusing or weird at all. The next word, dimin, D-I-M-I-N. It is an abbreviation for diminuendo. Which uh, which is going to be in this episode very soon. Next. Diminish. 
verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive one. To make less or cause to appear less. To make less or to make it appear less. As in, diminish an army's strength. I hope I am not diminishing my listenership by being myself. You know, I know this isn't the most perfect podcast in the world. I know it could be a lot better, but currently I'm not able to do that. And so, you know, stick around. Stick around. It'll get better, I swear. I promise. I hope. Number two, to lessen the authority, dignity, or reputation of, and the synonym is belittle, B-E-L-I-T-T-L-E, as in diminish a rival's accomplishments. Oh, it'll make them feel so bad if you diminish their accomplishments. They say, we worked so hard for those accomplishments. Why must you diminish them? We have authority, dignity, or reputation. That's ours. You can't take it away from us. Three, to cause to taper. To cause to taper. So if you make a thing taper, maybe... What what would you make taper? I can think of like maybe maybe there's like a roll of paper cardboard and it can it tapers at the end and you made it happen. You are diminishing that thing to to nothing, I guess. I don't know. There's probably a better example. Here is intransitive number 1 to become gradually less as in size or importance. Those are examples of what is is becoming gradually less. Less and less. Size or importance. I'm going to diminish the sound of my voice until it is nothing. The synonym is. Dwindle. Dwindle is the, is the synonym for diminish. Dwindling to nothing. Number two, the synonym is taper. T-A-P-E-R. Taper it down to nothing. Another synonym for everything is the word decrease. And I think you would emphasize it that way opposed to decrease. Although actually, decrease sounds like a verb. Decrease, maybe both of them. Maybe either one is okay. Diminishable is an adjective and diminishment is a noun. A diminishment, when you put a mint in your mouth, it is gradually diminishing to nothing, so it is a diminishment. Let's see. Does the etymology say anything interesting? It is from the Latin diminuere, diminuere, which is from de plus minuere, which means to lessen. And there's more at the word minor, M-I-N-O-R. You're making things less. Less and less and less. The next word. Diminished. Adjective from circa 1751. This is talking about a musical interval. That's the world we're talking about here. Um, And it is made one half step less than perfect or minor. As in a diminished fifth. So I know that a major fifth would be, so if you're playing on the piano, if you know if you know the keys, a C and a G 
is a major fifth, um, a major perfect fifth. I guess a minor one would be, let's see, what? I'm just visualizing the piano keyboard in my head. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, I think it I think it might be same with minor because A to E, I think that would be a minor fifth, but it's still one, two. Anyway, um, so a diminished fifth would be where you lower the fifth note, the G in the C and G fifth, you lower the G one half step to F sharp or G flat, and uh, it's going to sound a little bit different, maybe a little sadder. So let me see if if I'm if my brain and my ears are smart enough. Let me see if I can do this with a little bit of editing as well. So here, hopefully, is a fifth, a perfect fifth. Bum bum bum. bum. And I think this might be a diminished fifth. Bum, bum, bum. All right, I hope that worked. I did have to uh, do some uh, tries, multiple tries, multiple takes on that. Uh, But I hope I got a diminished fifth. You musical people can let me know if I got that right or wrong. All right, the next word. ba ba da ba da ba da ba 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 I, maybe I should have done a, a diminished fifth. Bum, bum. Hopefully that was right. Uh, diminishing returns is next. Two words, noun from 1815. One, a rate of yield that beyond a certain point fails to increase in proportion to additional investments of labor or capital. So it has to do with how much money, let's simplify this just to money, how much money you're putting into a thing based on how much money you get back. So at a certain point, you're getting diminishing returns. You can't, if you put more money into it, a thing, you're not necessarily or you're not going to get more money back. So it's not worth putting more money into the thing. I believe that is a much simpler way uh, a simplified version of, of the way to say that. A rate of yield that beyond a certain point fails to increase in proportion to additional investments of labor or capital. So the first part is about the money coming back to you. You're not getting more money based on the second part of the definition, which is the money that you put in, the investments of labor or capital. It's work, it's money, it's energy, any of those things. Two, Benefits that beyond a certain point fail to increase in proportion to extended efforts. And I don't know how these two are different, but they must be different enough. Next. Diminuendo. 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 There's different ways to say it. It is an adverb or an adjective, D-I-M-I-N-U-E-N-D-O, diminuendo. It is, did I say 1775? I don't think so. The synonym is decrescendo, which we had had a long time ago. And um, diminuendo is also a noun, and this is, it's Italian, and it literally means diminishing. So it's just, 
In music, they use decrescendo or diminuendo for something that over a period of time needs to get softer and quieter. And it's just kind of like this. And it's it's diminishing. It's very it gets from loud to quiet. The next word. Diminution. Diminution or diminution. Noun from the 14th century. The act, process, or an instance of diminishing. And the synonym is decrease. Decrease, decrease. And the etymology is not helpful. It's just a whole bunch of versions of Middle English, Anglo-French, Middle Latin, and Latin. The next word, it's the last one. We have two forms. Diminutive. D-I-M-I-N-U-T-I-V-E. Diminutive. First form uh, from the 14th century. Oh, I, I, it's a noun. Number one, a diminutive word, affix, or name is a diminutive. Uh, so what? Well, we, we will have the adjective form in the next for the next word. Um, a diminutive word, affix, or name. I, uh, something small, something that makes, that describes something as being small. Maybe we'll get some, uh, some examples in the next, next word. Number two, for the noun of diminutive, a diminutive individual. Somebody, a, a person, a human being, or, I mean, you could talk about animals too. There's smaller versions of, of animals. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, th- there are different terms um, th- that some people like and some people don't like. I will say them, but know that some of them are not appropriate to use in this day and age. Um, there is, well, there's, there's dwarf, there is the, I believe this is more of a technical, uh, scientific word, somebody who has dwarfism, uh, could be called a dwarf. Midget is not a word that we like to use, I believe. There might be some people who like it, but overall, I think that is not a good one. Uh, little person is, uh, maybe one of the more accepted words or phrases these days, um, but just diminutive, smaller than average, I guess, and then of course there are uh, miniature version versions of animals, uh, horses, uh, dogs, cats, all those things. They have diminutive versions. Let's see the etymology. Not much. Not much. The very last word. The second form of diminutive. Adjective from the 14th century, one. Now this one's long. Indicating small size and sometimes the state or quality of being familiarly, familiarly known, lovable, pitiable, or contemptible. Now there is a, a quite a bit of additional information, but it is an adjective. So it's it indicates, when you use the word diminutive, it indicates that something is small and sometimes the state or quality of being familiarly known, lovable, pitiable, or contemptible? I'm not entirely sure if I understand that. 
Uh, but what does the rest of this say? Maybe that'll help. It says it is used of affixes like this, um, or suffixes, some people like to say that, E-T-T-E, et, K-I-N, or L-I-N-G, we'll come back, okay, and of words formed with them, like kitchen et, mannequin, M-A-N-I-K-I-N, or duckling. So when you put those suffixes at the ends of words, um, it makes it more uh, smaller, maybe even lovable, pitiable, contemptible, or familiarly known. Um, There's more to this, though. It's also of clipped forms, as the word Jim, J-I-M, and of altered forms, as Peggy. So Jim is the shortened version of James, and Peggy is the shortened version of Margaret, which is funny because just two days ago, I recorded with Karen O'Leary, which aired on uh, December 14th, and we talked about nicknames, William, uh, Robert, Margaret. So nicknames, shorter versions of longer names are also diminutives, I guess. Um, it says it compared to augmentative. Augmentative, I guess, is another type of word that you could use to describe something, or maybe it gets added onto a word to make it, it's going to augment it in some way. Or maybe a diminutive word does augment a word in some way, like adding E-T-T-E to kitchen makes it kitchenette. It has been augmented. Number two, exceptionally or notably small. And the synonym is tiny, as in a diminutive performer. Another synonym is the word small. Diminutively is an adverb, and diminutiveness is a noun. All right, let's reread the words. I am not entirely sure what I'm going to pick as the word of the episode. I don't know if any of them jumped out at me. We had Dime Store, Demeter, uh, that's the one about the poetry, Dimethoate, Oh, this is, it's, it's the uh, insecticide. Dimethyl is two methyl groups. Dimethylhydrazine. This is the flammable thing. Dimethyl nitrosamine is the carcinogenic from tobacco smoke. Dimethyl sulfoxide is the wood pulp and the medicine anti-inflammatory. Dimethyltryptamine is DMT, the hallucinogenic. Uh, Dimin diminish is about getting smaller diminished is the musical thing diminishing returns put some effort in and you don't get so much back diminuendo making the music quieter diminution act of making something smaller diminutive and diminutive well i guess for me there were two um either dimethyltryptamine dmt uh mostly just because Um, I have heard stories, I think it sounds very fascinating from a recreational but mostly therapeutic standpoint. Uh, I I do believe that they are doing tests on this from a therapeutic standpoint, and uh, I'm always a big fan of things that have therapeutic value for people who, they they could be dealing with whatever. Um, And then also diminished, the diminished fifth, the diminished thing. It's not always a fifth. Um... 
It could be other things. I guess a diminished third would be one half step lower, uh, diminished seventh. There's a lot of those. Uh, maybe, maybe because it's musical. Let's pick diminished as the word of the episode. And I don't know if this will come off as diminished, but we can try. A diminished fifth is not what this is. I'm trying to make this sound wrong. I don't know. I don't I don't have a keyboard in front of me or anything like that. It's it's diminished. Go be diminished. Guitar players probably know how to make things diminished and piano players of course. That is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing diminishing information. Goodbye.